Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Human Touch. As always, Tommy, welcome to the show, brother. How's your day going, my man, before we start off? You know, Mr. Touch, what do I have to complain about, sir? Everything is going great here. How about yourself? Great, brother. And let's get to a little PSA before we start the show. Guys, as we mentioned in the introduction, we're here to learn with you, grow with you. But we also forgot to point out, which is something that we need to stress, this show is not meant to be used for external, physical, or aesthetic growth. This is all about the mind and spirit, right? Because you can always learn the physical, et cetera, growth. But the mind and spirit is something that's so powerful that we believe uh, creates a more accustomed culture to grow with everybody. Tom, I just wanted to bring that up, man, and uh, let's get to it. Sounds good. All right, man, so let's get to the biggest thing we've talked about on some of these articles here on Life Hack. I'll start it off right at the top, man. Know yourself. It's an interesting thing. A lot of people don't know what self or your sometimes can be in the same sense. But what's your biggest thing when you saw it, when you pointed out this article about knowing yourself and how you can identify and make people's lives better? Well, I was, you know, the, the article is it's really detailed about this aspect of self-improvement or, you know, self-betterment, uh, if you will. Um, when it when it asks a question, um, how do you get to know someone else? And, you know, I got to tell you, Kevin, I never really thought about it like that. Mm. You know, the, 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 the ways that after the initial meeting of someone and, and, and you know, you you become friends afterwards. Um, the way you learn the little things that you you know about their personality, um, that's how you learn yourself. And by that, this article pointing that out to me, I know it's something simple, but it's amazing. It's it's, it's a brilliant concept. Um, I thought that was um, the, very insightful. Also, according to the article, knowing yourself and taking the time to learn even more about yourself is vital in working toward maximizing your strengths. You want to touch on that a little bit about what that says to get a universal viewpoint for the listener out there? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Not a problem. Um, I think we talked about this a bit in the first um, in the first episode, um, and, and that was the the self investment. You know what I mean? Um, right. The the more you know yourself, and, and the more you learn about yourself, as we all progress in this together. Right. Um, um, the, the article says vital in working towards maximizing your strengths. But honestly, Kevin, I got to tell you, I think that it's more than that. Um, you know, and, and coming from um, uh, a social level, um, knowing yourself and, and taking the time to learn even more about yourself is, is only going to help you to socially maximize your opportunities as far as bettering yourself by being less uncomfortable in a crowd, by having more things that people relate to on a, on a general sense across the board, if that makes any sense. Um, so knowing yourself and taking the time to learn more about yourself not only maximizes your strengths, but I think it also highlights things that you can work on as well. Right, maximizing those core values of, like you say, your social and as well knowing your strengths for others. Biggest thing, too, uh, that this uh, first part talks about 
if, if you haven't previously taken the time to really evaluate where you stand, right? Evaluation is such a massive thing in, in today's society, right? We talk, everyone talks about this analysis paralysis. What does all this mean? You, what does evaluation mean to you, Tommy, when you go to a deeper level of understanding yourself? And I have a definition of evaluation pulled up if you want me to read that before we go any further. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and read your uh, read the definition, and then we'll we'll take a more personal look at it. Yeah, yeah. The making of a judgment about the amount of number or value of something. It's just an assessment. Is there anything you could see in that definition that can be improved for a universal holistic perspective? To evaluate where you stand as a person, is that what you mean? Yeah, because that, the, 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 yeah. To break down the word evaluation for those out there who might think, well, what's the difference between evaluation? versus self-assessment. They're, they're very similar, but there's some there's some differences, just to point out. Well, I think evaluate is like a personal checklist. You know, I think that when you evaluate, you, you I think, I think uh, accountability comes with evaluation, right. um, if that makes any sense. You know, you look at, you, you take a look at the hard truths of your own life and go, okay, this is what I believe in, this is what I don't. Um, this is what makes me happy. This is what makes me sad. By making those determinations, you're doing an evaluation, correct? Right. Right. And I think that's the most important thing, like you're saying, is when you make that evaluation, it is those personal checklists. What can you do to self-move? But on to the next thing I noticed in this Great Life Hack article was number three. And I think we talked about this uh, before. In, in a way, find clues in your attempts and failures. You, you you talked about this a little bit in the, the pre-call, how important it is to really experience this in person. But before we get any further with that, we want to also make sure that the other people out there who might think, what does finding clues mean? You want to just dive into that, that little statement, finding clues in your attempts and failures, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this, just that, that little statement right there of what you believe in? Sure. Uh, I'm going to segue for a second and um, and just let the listeners know that uh, Kevin and I, um, I think the, the overall objective here for episode two was to, you know, find shortcuts, uh, find ways to shortcut the hard parts of life or the things that are um, not as clear to some of us as they are to others. So, like, these are these little ideas that we're, we're, we're offering, these little things that we're giving are kind of like bridges, that will take us from these these everyday uh, happenings being difficult to we walk over the bridge to the other side and now it's easy. And I think our our overall concept here for this episode was to was to kind of highlight ways that we can improve ourselves that are that are that are simple, you know that 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 they can make they can have some pretty quick. Um, you can you be able to tell that they work pretty quickly when you use them. You know what I mean? So. No guarantees, but these these ways can help. So we're talking about um, number three, correct, on the list on this life hack the life hack article. Yep, finding clues in your yep. attempts and Right. Okay. So we're talking about finding the clues, correct? Yep. Okay. So um, this is all. This all it goes right back to the one that we were talking about a second ago, uh, in knowing and knowing yourself. Um, as you as you learn yourself, and the more that you know. Uh, how you'll respond to different situations and 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 things like that, you'll you'll start to notice a pattern um, of things that you do or things that you don't do, and those are your clues, are those patterns, uh, those ways to to uh, 
move on to the next thing to uh, start working on as far as betterment in a way. Um, and I think the first line of the article says uh, on life on life hack is um, as we get older, the hope is that we also become more self-aware. Um, and that is that's that's a powerful just a one little sentence that means so much um, is self-aware is um, we get insight if that word makes any more sense. Uh, with life experience, we gain insight um, and we become more aware of, of how we act and how we'll respond to things in life. So anyway, long answer, short, uh, we gain insight into ourselves and we notice the patterns and those are our clues as to bettering ourselves. Right, and, and the article continues to say as we experience life in a one-way direction, we ought to learn some things through the process of trying and failing. And the example from that a broken heart, right, the broken girlfriend in a sense. And I think the, the loss, right, the experience of that first pure adrenaline of, oh, man, I lost it, or that pure, oh, I didn't, I didn't have it, right? Those leaves clues, right? And everyone, everyone knows what a clue is. But what do you do to discover that clue to create your inbound personal achievement, whatever that means to you? I think is key. Would you say so yourself, Tommy? Is that a fair, a valid statement? Very much so. That's very much so. I totally agree with you on that. That's right. And I think the more you continue to develop that, the more clues at the end of your life, and the more you can build a foundation and a concrete structure. Looking at other things in this article that really speaks to the, the audience, I think maintaining and holding your identity, right? In this world, there's been a lot of identity, right? You hear you hear the term identity crisis, midlife crisis a lot. Those are just some typical terms. But what's your identity? And Tommy, I want to I want to explain here. What what do you believe is? And and of course, as a, and from a holistic perspective, what what holistic perspective you can pass off to the audience when it comes to that identity seeking and maintaining that? Because it's always important to find it. But there's also that element of maintaining it once you have it. Um, that, that's a very good question. And, and, and this, when I saw this part in the, uh, in the, uh, the life hack, um, the life hacks idea or, or the, the author's idea uh, of how to play on your strengths. So, so to speak, you know, um, this is, this is pretty in depth. Um, this is definitely something that will go in the foresight category of how this will affect me down the road. Um, having you, you get your own identity without being self-conscious of it, right? You are who you are. Uh, you have your own little uh, norms and habits, and you have your own little way of doing things. Um, but then as time goes by, um, depending on the level that you let others or you are influenced by others, um, that identity becomes watered down or diluted. Um, and this, and the very thing that this part of this article says is maintain a hold on your identity. He's talking about that avoiding that diluted, that uh, diluted identity of experimenting with trying to be somebody else or think another way than you do at your core or feel a different way than you would if you're being true to yourself. Regardless of the situation and regardless of that pressure you feel or that urge to to mimic or imitate 
in the long run, the best thing to do is to be yourself and maintain who you are and and never be unfaithful to that because it will always be rewarded in the end. You know what I mean? I mean, just ask Shakespeare. I think one of his biggest philosophies were to let own self be true. Right, right. I think that's a, that's a great analogy, right? And, and you mentioned something about foresight, and I, I, I helped uh... – I did a little self-help there while you were talking there about what foresight actually means. What does it mean to have foresight? And it's a care of provision for the future. And, of, of course, to the audience out there, the future is I, – I, we get it. Listen, the future is not easy, especially in the year we're recording, right? We don't know what could happen. But if you have a good stranglehold on the present, the foresight will start to become slightly easier if you don't let off the gas. Would you say so yourself, Tom? I feel like people – the biggest thing we see, uh, we're going from a holistic perspective here. The biggest thing you could do is to try to be complacent, right? Try to try to predict everything out there in a, in a minute. But in reality, you do have more time. And I think if you understand the, the core values and principles, all right, well, I have the present. What can I do in the present moment to keep my identity? Then work on the identity keeping to maintain and put that stranglehold and make sure you have a grasp. That, would you say that's a valid statement? Anything to add on that when it comes to the foresight? Yeah, I, I can definitely add. Um, I am chatty, sir. Um, I think a big part of even being able the ability, and I'm, I'm going to take a step back for a second. Um, okay, I think when I mentioned foresight, and again, I think foresight is just a, a, a later version of self-awareness, okay. and and you know identity control is is just a later version of self-awareness as well. Um, I think to gain that, to have foresight and to have self-awareness, you first have to have self-confidence. And once you and once you have self-confidence, and you believe in yourself, then that's when the road to uh, gaining the 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 good firm hold on your identity will feel better, especially in the harder situations. Because life is full of those opportunities to to mimic or imitate, but stay true to yourself. And um, some days will be easier than others, you know. But that's the way it goes, and you'll always be rewarded for being true to yourself. So yes, I definitely agree with your sentiment, sir. I like how you use the uh, some days are harder than others. It's like a mountain, and you start at the middle, you start at the bottom, and all the way. You, you know, I, I, I want to say. I want to say I want to say one more thing here too, if I could. Yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, and you and I talked about this in pre-call, but um, uh, uh, you guys listening out there, I want you to know that we and we missed in this as much as possible because it's so important, is that we're learning right along with you, uh, and our sources and our articles that we're that we're relate referring back to when we talk, so important, and we'll make sure that everybody can have access to all that stuff. But I think it's important to say at this point that this is. There's there's not an end to um, bettering yourself or being a better person. Not like you're you, you have a goal you want to reach, and when you reach it, you you start another goal. A lot of people who want to better themselves are kind of that way. They want to stay busy with goals and projects, right? Well, self help is really the ultimate project because this is a lifelong process, and I think that's what drives people like Kevin and people like myself. To 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 want to be better people is the thought that this is something we can work on, literally forever, and always get better and always improve, and, and always try to be um, the best person that we can be every day. 
Sorry to go on the rant. Just wanted to say that. It's fun. No, I, I like that because it's the whole process of self-actualization. It should always be. Of course, we all we always know that some people, we talk about the path all the time, they do stray on the wrong path. But for the people who are really looking forward to investing in yourself, and we'll talk about that coming up as a little foreshadow right there, you always want to, like I said, as Tommy's saying, keep going. Uh, always find ways to reach out. Now, we didn't talk about ask a friend, but that's common sense, right? If, if for some reason you're ever experiencing anything uncomfortable, whether it be in life or you have something going on that's just not, not there, always ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. And always continue to strive for what you believe in, in your personal assessment. But let's look at, speaking of assessments, right, uh, this next thing is, is going back to that same article, Life Hack, how to leverage your personal strength. I think it's important before you even get invest invest in yourself, right? Because before you can invest in yourself, you gotta know your strengths. And you look at you can think about leverage by envisioning a seesaw, according to lifehack.com. Typically on a seesaw, one person puts all the weight on one end of the seesaw, which then propels the other person up and see. I like that analogy, man, because it really is a, a a genre of life per se, right? It's it's something you can relate to going on a seesaw per se as a kid. And then oh what Look at one person's up, one person's down. We just talked about, right? It's not always going to be the ups and ups and ups. It's always going to be an affliction. And the more influx, per se, the more times for uncertainty. How do you combat the uncertainty while understanding personal strength? I think it's the biggest thing we can tackle here. You want to start on that before we get into uh, investing in yourself? Um I And, and in fact, I, I ruined my answer for this one with my last little comment at the end there. Um, I think it goes. I think it really, truly, at a base form, goes back to self confidence. I think believing in yourself, and and having having the ability to believe that you're going to succeed, with of course failure scattered amongst the way. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to succeed because you're 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 going to keep trying and you're not going to give up. Um, I, I do like that seesaw. Um, example as well. Um, when he talks about you know one one end being up on on one end of the seesaw, uh, one's down when the other person is in the air. But the important part of that that paragraph is, if you utilize your personal strengths as the foundation for your growth, you would see a positive correlation as your success increased. Um, that that's that's good stuff. That is good stuff. That's just a nugget of gold right there, buddy. Yeah, I agree. And we, we, we're not, like I said, we're not a match show, but you guys can figure out what positive correlation means. But I think the more, the more from the message we got here, the more you put in, right, in a sense, the more you put in with the envisioning part, the more you'll start seeing, right? And when you have those days of triumph and then you have those days of turbulation, you can go back to the things that were, you know, turbulent in, in perspective. And try to find that and go to the next level and get to the triumph. But now let's get to the biggest thing I think of this article. Of course, from LifeHack.com, investing in yourself. Right now, before we can get into this, what does investing in yourself look for the person who may not be there right now? Right, the person who, who may be listening to this, who may be struggling with something in their life, or you know, like I said, we talked about midlife crisis, or or they're they're uncertain about the year of 2020. What would you say is the biggest message 
from their perspective, looking at everyone's perspective, but just say somebody's not there right now when you think about investing in yourself from this from this article before we get into anything, um, before we deeper. Yeah, sure, no problem. Um, I think the first thing is to um, have a plan. Um, because without that, you're not, you're just going to run in circles, and sometimes you'll succeed, and sometimes you won't. But your but your percentages are all over the board. Um, so once you have a plan, um, I think you look at your strengths, and that's where you invest your time and your energy and your money, um, into the into the personal strengths that you have, and by focusing on yourself, um, your investment is going to pay off in the long term. And again, that goes back to our foresight, right? Um, when you invest in yourself, and 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 when you're putting all your 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 time and your energy um, into being more, as the article says, more singularly focused, um, I think that's going to build up and even bolster your uh, your strengths and the skill sets that you are very good at without even trying. And by by doing that, you can maybe more focus on something that you couldn't before. Uh, maybe something that you can build up to that level, you know. So anyway, five two cents. No, I I agree. I think it's it's a very noble thing to do. And, and like you and like you were saying, when it comes to building your strengths, especially when you're down, uh, the universal thing we look at is you look at when people are down, right? What's the first thing, an image that comes to your mind? Oh, I'm down, right? My head in my hands or Heads down, right? The self confidence is low, and when you were saying about uh, finding those those strengths and and taking that singular approach, I think that's important because the more you have that singular approach, in a way, you're staying focused, right? And self discipline is another thing we we haven't even touched on. But do you want to touch on a little bit about how self discipline correlates with investing in yourself a little bit more, just so the uh, viewer can get a little bit a better base. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's gritty. It's not fun. It's a boring um, aspect of what we're doing, but it's so important, right? It's so important, and it's probably the hardest thing that we all have to face every day. And that's my opinion. I could be wrong. Please write me an email in on our page and tell me if I'm wrong. But you, um, so, bias, real quick. Actually, before I just thought about that, you want to talk about a little okay. bit of bias? Yeah, so guys, so before we get any further, I think it's important to stress that if there is some bias, like, like as Tommy said, you can always write that email with the show inquiries at the Human Vision Touch at gmail.com. Kind of throw it in there. Uh, but the bias definition, right, is prejudice in favor or against one thing, person, group, compared with another usually uh, way considered to be unfair. And I think we talked about at the beginning of the show, we're here to get you to the lake. You know what I'm saying? We're here to guide you to the lake. It's up to you to drink the water, or Tommy is some analogy using the lake analogy. Um, it's important to note that if anything does feel a little bit implicitly biased or, or something that we're saying is a little bit charged, right, that may not be uh, your viewpoint or, or you might have disagreed with one of our view, viewpoints, let us know, right? We'll, we'll always be thankful and appreciative of that feedback. Uh, you can continue. I just want to make that clear, you know, for sure. Good job, sir. Good job. Um and we're talking about self-discipline, correct? Yep. Having a regiment, a routine that, if you're serious about this, if it means something to be a better person, um, and if you have your personal reasons for wanting to be a better person, they're yours. Um, 
I think our goal here at the Human Touch is to make things easier for you to find your path. So anyway, with that being said, um, self-discipline is going to be the hardest part of what we do because we have to regiment ourselves and we have to make ourselves a routine to make sure that at some point during our day we're focusing on certain things, certain aspects of our lives that sometimes aren't going to be easy to deal with or to, to, to have to contemplate. But it's it's up to us to be disciplined enough right. to see it through regardless. That's part of our growth. That's part of us becoming better people is is developing that ability to to put as much effort into the hard things like self-discipline as we are into the, you know, more easy sort of social growth parts. Put the work in, people, and I promise you, you'll be so glad with the results when you dedicate yourself to something and you and you and you start to incorporate that regiment into your day every day. And it means so much to check off those checkpoints that, yes, I gave myself this much time. Yes, I considered myself in this decision. Um, I think that's so important. And, yes, it's going to be hard, but it's worth it in the end. Right. And I think you can look at this from both sides of the coin, right? A good habit, trying to get more discipline. Let's say going to bed early, for example, or, or looking at reading more. Or you can also be, hey, I just want to cut out the junk food in my life or – I want to cut out uh, soda. You, you know what I'm saying? Just small things, right? I think it, it can work on both sides of the coins. You, you can have the good in a sense. Oh, I'm going to cut this out. And then you can also have some of those bad habits you've been trying to get. The point is it goes back to discipline and investing in yourself. Tommy, anything to add, my man, on this uh, Life Hack article before we move on to anything else? I know there's some final thoughts here from the author. You want to read that or anything you, you, you've seen sure. that you point in the pre-call? That, yeah, you go for it. You mean the uh, the the quote that we talked about? Yeah, go for it, man. Go for it. You want you want to save that for later, or no, no? I mean, like, we can save it for later. But is there anything like from this from this article that before we move on to the article other article that? Uh, oh, you mean uh, in general? Yeah, in general. Yeah, in general. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think that we both uh, were attracted to this article because. It gives some down-to-earth, simple ways to start this process. Um, it, it really highlights. And, of course, guys, you can you can pick the ones that are going to benefit you the most. I don't think that you have to worry about, okay, I, did, I didn't do as good in number five as I did in number three. Nothing like that. Everything is a win when you're putting the work in. You know what I mean? So I, like that. I think that this guy hit a lot, a lot of very good points. And, and it's very simplistic, so it's it's going to be it's going to it's going to not immediate results, but I, I think that when you put a little work into this, um, you know you're you're going to see results, and the, and at least we're getting that foundation started uh, to where um, to where we're we're going forward with this. And on a personal note, um, I'm going to be better at number five. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be better at. I will say number two, but I probably won't be. That's just the truth. I don't. I don't. I don't think asking anybody. I don't think it's, it's going to get to that point for me. But guys, you 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 pick the ones out that are going to help you the most, and work them, man. Just work them, and uh, and and have that self discipline, and um, you'll see results. I promise. Well, I don't promise, but but you know, but give it a, give it all you got. 
and then the biggest thing to point out to you guys, this, this is Tom's viewpoint, right? Uh, with, we talked about the bias, right? His biggest viewpoint is two and five, right? He, he, he openly admits, say, hey, two is not my thing, right? I think it's, it's okay to be honest with yourself. Like we talked about the, with that self-assessment. If you know number two isn't your strength, for example, or number four isn't your strength, but you at least acknowledge it isn't your strength, you know what I'm saying? At least you, you don't ignore it. Then you realize, all right, well, what can I do to at least uh, attack it? But you don't have to master it, right? Mastery is something that only comes from special. And we'll talk about mastery when we get to episode nine, let's say, right? Let's say when we get further into this process. But we're not to that level yet. We're just, we're just starting out. So I appreciate those thoughts, Tommy. And uh, let's move on to uh, our next article here. We we got we got this one from Inc.com, which is a very interested uh, interesting article to say at least. So, for according to Inc.com, I'm going to lead you off with this little quote here: uh, "Leaders give unprecedented airtime to the idea of personal growth, development, and the willingness to change or become." It's virtually an entrepreneurial prerequisite. Now, we, now, what is this series? The human entrepreneurship, right? I thought that's an interesting way to start off this next segment. Because uh, we're talking about human entrepreneurship, what what, do you, what did you learn here, Tommy, picking up this article or something that we talked about in the pre-call that really speaks to what we just said here with that quote, Gordon.com, I guess. Oh, uh, did you caught me? Uh... Okay, I see it. Uh, leaders give unprecedented time to the idea of personal growth, development, and willingness to change or become is virtually an entrepreneurial prerequisite. Prerequisite. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I figure it's a little prerequed before we get into the main thing, kind of do a little chronological timeline quoting there. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about adaptation. Um, He's saying that uh, personal growth and willingness to change or become, grow into something, uh, that's an entrepreneurial prerequisite. So uh, from a business sense, if you're an entrepreneur, you're what? You're growing your business, right? You're growing a business. We're just taking that same model and 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 having those same concepts apply to us as human beings. But anyway, that's just what I think. Um, but yeah, he's talking about adaptation and being able to um, roll with the punches and and take life as it comes and adapt and react to it. I think the biggest thing you talked about there is the ad- adaptation, right? The change. A lot a lot of this world. From what we've seen, what others have seen, maybe something you've seen, maybe a friend you've seen, right? They may not be open to change, right? But what does change create? It creates discomfort, right? I think getting outside that comfort zone, and we'll talk about this as we get further along into this article, but I think getting outside that comfort zone is something to keep in mind as we're out saying some things here. But let's begin. Uh, Tommy, the first thing, I think the biggest thing when it comes to anything in life, it's, it's finding that base, that plan, right? And you need the education behind it. Uh, for example, do I seek out advice regularly for months? Am I important? Am I improved, excuse me, improving my daily reading time, speed level? Do I ask questions regularly? Talk to me about maybe something the viewers don't know about the educational process that you that you see from a holistic perspective to give them a, a, a nice little concrete base, as I like to say, to build up their house of knowledge. Uh, this is this is um, this is great that this article started off um, because first of all the article sort of centers on the idea of assessing yourself 
um, and they use five key areas of growth to do it, uh, to assess yourself. And they they look at these five things as the areas that that if you if you build up these areas in your life, then you can actually you can achieve real growth um, as a person. And they started with education, and I think that's wonderful. Um, and, and it lists out different ideas, different almost like a list you can write yourself under each of the five um, growth perspectives uh, of ways that you you can have set yourself little daily goals. Um, one of the questions says, "Am I exploring a wide variety of topics or experiences outside my niche areas?" This is so anthropological. Um, you know, of course, if I say the word niche, we're we're going to call it like maybe habits or, or norms. Uh, and the question here, as far as education goes, am I exploring a wide variety of topic topics or experiences outside? And you just mentioned the word comfort zone. Right. That's that's exactly what that means. Uh, my niche, um, where I fit in, what I'm comfortable at. Um, you wouldn't think that 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 would be under an education topic. But it, it, it I, I see why it is. So anyway, I just wanted to point out yeah. that these are different things on this list that will apply to different people, and uh, some people like parts of the list that others won't, or they'll be not like, but you know what I mean. Um, they'll get more success. Like personally, one of the questions on this list that appealed to me was, "Have I traveled in the last three to six months to expose myself to something new?" Right. And we just talked about adaptation. And that's exactly what this is. Um, getting lost somewhere and finding your way out and that feeling that you get when you realize you know where you are. Hold that thought to episode 10. I know where you're going with that. We'll yeah. Talk about yeah. That. Well, I, I knew exactly where you're going. Episode 10, we'll talk about that, um, that quote-unquote adaptation. Sure, nature. sure, no problem. Um, but, uh, and, 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 you know, under this education, I just wanted to say real quick, too, um, yeah. Under this education, there, there's probably 20 different, 25 different examples of ways that you can question yourself educationally, and not just school education, you know, your personal education. Um, do I feel relatively comfortable? The, the example here says, do I feel relatively comfortable during tests or presentations? I, I think the question is a little, it, it's pointed in a certain direction, but I think it leaves out uh, other uh, chances to improve in this aspect. R do I feel relatively comfortable? Let's just stop it there. Um, from a life aspect, normal day-to-day -day operations, you know, what you do every day without thinking about it. Uh, is there comfortability or uncomfortability? Um, another thing that it says, um, do I ask questions regularly of others? That's inquisitiveness. That's just being generally interested in things. I, it's hard to teach that, and it's hard to, to go off on this part of this, but I think those are good things to contemplate going down the road. Anyway, go ahead, sir. No, you make a good point. I think uh, I was going to add on to the travel part. Guys, I think it's important to note that even though the situation seemed dire back in March, let's say, Tommy makes a good point. You don't have to travel across the country, across the world. You can travel literally inside your mind. Right, you can travel inside your mind and have an experience. Doesn't mean we're saying, well, you have to travel to another place and destination. Although that's ideal to learn a culture, which is something we'll discuss in a later episode. 
it's important to note that you can make you can make any moment to have experience or travel and learn and grow. I think that's important now, right, Tommy? Because we we all can we all can save travel in the past three six months. But have we really traveled inside our minds? You know what I'm saying? I think it's important to bring that, especially during these times, the way it's going with 2020 as it is. So you can always travel within your mind and make an experience for sure. Well, sir, I got I to gotta add on here and say it's exactly why I'm an avid reader. Um, it's why I love to read books. That's my outlet for that, you know, inner travel um, mm-hmm. because I'm just that visual type that whenever I, a, a book that I really like, I can see what that character would look like in my head. I can see where they're walking. I can I can feel, you know what I mean. Um, th- that's that to me. That's that's traveling. That's like an inner traveling. So I think it's a good point, man. Because the last two parts of education, according to the article on Inc. Inc. dot com, do I practice every day to remember information, pay my skills? But then it backs it up with a little, am I able to come out of learning with more good and greater questions and appreciation? I think that's important to note. We talked about in the first part, excuse me, first part of the show about investing, right? Investing in yourself and understanding the practices and, and putting in the work, right? That's pretty much putting in the work in those two points. When you say so, Tommy, it's just do I practice it? Do I continually put the work in? It's backing up our point of the work will always be put in. And it'll always be successful in your eyes as long as you start today in the sense of, hey, I'm putting in, am I retaining my things? It's a good, it's a good uh, closure from what we were talking about five minutes ago to now, for sure. Definitely, definitely. It's uh, not being complacent. We talked about that as well a little while ago. Yeah, but we'll talk about complacency in a future episode. Well, right now we'll we'll get to the spiritual part here. Spirituality, man, is a is a very moving target because everyone's spiritual levels are different it's it's for some people the biggest thing in their lives right maybe they're maybe they're out um a healer energy healer or they're in a profession or a hobby i I love this right nature whatever and there's some people like well how can i improve my spiritual and we're here to help the people who are of course we're always here to help everyone we're always here we're always here to help the people who may be down spiritual health. what is the biggest takeaway from a holistic and anthropological perspective spiritual health for some who may be struggling before we get into the uh some of these questions here um yeah and again um this section of our of our um our ink.com article is really detailed um it, it really offers a lot of 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 questions um that when we're dealing with the with the mental growth of ourselves uh this is this is right on point um because under the, uh, one of the things it says under spiritual is do i have a clear sense of purpose in my life um i personally this is my own opinion and don't listen to me at all if you don't think i'm right but um right. a clear sense of purpose um is something that finds you um just you when you have it you know you have it um but it always helps to have a plan. That's all I want to say about that. Um, uh, some of the other things it says is, um, do I use my guiding values to make daily decisions? Simple, but so important. Again, um, I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much more time than we need to. But um, I think spirituality uh, is a personal thing, and I think that. Um, um, when you put the time in and the work, um, 
then people will be able to get an accurate sense of who you are and in what you believe in. Um, and minus the religious connotations, I think spirituality is a separate thing. And um, I think it creates balance between your strengths, your weaknesses, and where you're going in life. And I think there's some great questions, right, on bias. Do I try to understand individuals who have different beliefs to me, right, trying to stay as holistic and unbiased as possible? Do I do accept my own self-interest, right, my imperfections and my grace? And you guys can, like I said, figure this out in the sense that whatever you believe in, right, we can take it to whatever your face value is. You don't have to listen to Tommy and myself when it comes to those personal things, but if you if you feel that there's some things you can improve on the spiritual it's all on you, right? More of a self-interest type. Right, and also, if I can, real quick, I just want to say it before we forget. Um, yeah. This is Inc.com article. Um, yes. Very easy to find, and we'll put links up for you guys. To, uh, to have access to get all the information off of these uh, links that we're referring to because Kevin and I both agreed on this, that this is just great stuff. Um, this is fantastic information, especially for us learners. And, and again, guys, we're learning right along with you. So I, we're all not even playing. We're, we're, we're literally uh, universally right in line with one another as it comes to self-growth. Um, so anyway, this is the Inc.com article. It's called How to Assess Yourself in the Five Key Areas of Growth. I just wanted to get that out there. So if somebody wants to go and look in our, in our, you know, in our, in our sources, uh, it's um, uh, Thibodeau is the author's last name, How to Assess Yourself in the Five Key Areas of Growth on Inc.com. Well, I appreciate you throwing it in there, Tommy, for sure, guys. We'll have all the references and uh, article citations down the road as well we get these things launched. And the last two things we're going to cover before we, we call it a show here, Tom, is emotional and social. This emotional one, man, Steve, uh, talk to me about some of the questions you saw when you were reading this article, of course, from Inc.com, and some of the key points to hit for our viewers out there who may be a little bit you know, on the fence when it comes to emotional health or even if they're doing great, right, what can they do to continue to improve? After all, it is important to keep improving, putting the work. Right. Um, uh, when we go into this 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 little uh, you know sub field of the of the the five um, emotional, I think that guys, victory in this aspect of growth is going to take some hard truths, and that is not going to be easy. Um, you have to be prepared to ask yourself some hard truths, and to if you don't like the answer that you give yourself, prepare yourself to be able to fix it and get it to where you do. So just keep in mind here that every, everybody's different and everybody feels different things. And, and, and I think that your emotions are as personal as your, as your, as your, your character or um, little things about your life that make you who you are. Emotion is a part of that. Um, the first question that this section asks is, are my moods relatively consistent? Um, the second, am I able to cope flexibly when I experience a challenging situation? Do I seek support from others? Uh, keep in mind, there's like 25. I'm not going to read them all. But every one of them means as much as the one I just read. You know what I mean? Uh, it asks, do I draw clear, protected boundaries? Um, do I have a good support network? Um, am I able to frame experiences in positive ways? Um, work on these when you're ready to work on them. Uh, start small. Work your way up. I mean, because this is some deep stuff. Um, 
I know for me personally, uh, this is these are, you know, um, you crawl before you walk. I guess is the best way to put it. Start like on the small that. things that are, that are yeah. Crawl before you walk. Start on the small things that that work for you easily, and then work up to. Am I able to frame experiences in positive ways? Believe me, guys, none of us are starting off with that one. So that's just me saying that. Um, those who can, please do. Those who can't, there is no behind or there is no ahead. We're all working on this together. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. building blocks, right? Building blocks of uh, emotional health in a way. I think it's important to point out that if, if you can start, if you feel like you personally feel like you can move to, let's say, number two, and you feel like number one, you're in a good place, Go for it. But if you feel like you need to start number one, it's all right, right? And I think that's the great thing. We're all learning with each other and we're, we're all right. And of course, and of course, the best deal, the 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 ideal way to approach this what this this uh, this article would be to go through the whole thing completely and pick out the ones that you think would be an easy start out of each section. So you're kind of working, you know, growth for yourself across the board and not just focusing in one small area where others lack. And and again, the important part here is to start out easy. Uh, I'm looking at the social aspect uh, of this growth chart uh, with these questions, uh, and it approaches uh, how you would how you would approach your life socially in ways you could strengthen your 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 social presence. I guess would be a good word for it. Um, the first thing it asks is, "Am I reaching out to current friends regularly? Uh, mm-hmm. Do I actively seek out new relationships?" Well, that depends on the person. If you ask me, and I'll move on. Um, do I feel comfortable working with new people? Do I participate in social events? Um, do I think of others as well as myself? That's a very good question. Um, that that will probably need later discussion than what we got right now for time. You know, um, and one of the most important questions that this social aspect asked to me is, can I engage in civil debate? Because all of the little rules and little ways to make yourself Notice your personal strengths and all the the ways we've talked about having self-confidence and all these other things. Having engaged in a civil debate, I think would be testing for anybody. But when you but when you have that self-discipline and when you have that ability to reason and logic, then tackle that one and stay true to what you believe in and stay true to yourself. Not in a not in a ugly way, but Know your stuff and stay true to yourself. But anyway, um, do I help others without being prompted to do so? Uh, do I trust and feel connected to the people that I know? Um, work through these because these will definitely build up that part of growth in your life to make the other ones easy as possible and give you success. You know, just you got to work. That's all. Put the work in. Keep learning and growing. I think the great thing about the Bay, right, the last two time perfectly in debate. Do I show, according to Inc.com, do I show who I truly am without excessive fear of rejection or judgment? And this last one, man, I think it's a great way to cap it. Can I identify my biases and do I strive to control them? Uh, that in itself could be a half-hour episode, but I think that, and I haven't really said much, so I'm going to talk about this one on a level. I think it's important to understand your emotions and biases and try to put them in check. But to get to that last one, of course, of the, the social part of the question, you got to get to the first 24 or whatever. And I think through the first 24, you really get to that last question. And it seems like it's the, the ultimate, right? It's like, it's like that self-actualization moment. 
really tr- control those biases and emotions, you first have to understand, you know, what 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 have I done up to this point to get to where I want to be? Right? And if you if you've had all your life, let's say you've had biases, right? You've had excessive fear, and you fear like, oh well, I'm, I fear everything, right? I have to, I'm just too much in my uh, too much in my comfort zone to sometimes don't seek discovery. You're too too comfortable. And you'll never understand what that last one truly means to control those emotions and, and control the times when it gets bad, right? Anyone can control their biases, you know, when everything's great. Right? Everything's great, nothing's wrong. But when you're when you're struggling, you're down at the low, what are you gonna do to step right? What are you gonna to do to step it up and find that extra whatever in your day, whether it be in your profession or, or with the relationship or even with your friends at a bar. It doesn't matter what the situation is. What are you going to do to stay open-minded and holistic? That's a great question to uh, lead us into our third episode, which will be down the road. But, Tommy, I, w- w- before we head out, what do you think of that last two parts and anything to add on this article from Inc.com? Sure, sure. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's funny you, you end on this one because this is right out of my anthropological wheelhouse, if you will. Yep. Um, biases. Um, how, our vi- how we – perceive the world um i think uh didn't we have a definition for bias did we read that already yep i did yep all right okay so as long as everybody knows what a bias is it's our personal way of looking at things um bias gets us into the the concepts of um of worldviews and uh frames of reference uh that'll be for another show but um we need to look at everyone as equals, and no one is more advanced than anyone else. No one is on a different um, playing field as far as growth goes than anybody else. We're all the same, and we're all equal. Um, and biases are only going to serve to hold us back and not let us grow uh, the way that we could with an open and even mind, if that makes any sense. I think it's a great way to end it now for sure. I think it's it's important to have that open, holistic, and we'll talk about the four frames of references later, but all of that stuff will be talked about later. But it's important to open your mind, right? I guess to end it, right, a little, you know what they say, HW, right, a little homework, <laughs> uh, is to continue to, to find that, right, guys? Find those, find those articles and find your personal assessment, right? Our assessment of this show is not, 100% gospel. It should never be 100 We're just learning with you, right? But you got to find your 100% of what makes so-and-so be the best, right? And I think that's a great way to end the show, my man. Thanks for taking your time out of your day. Thanks to the viewers, as always, for listening. If you have anything to add, as always, at the Human Vision Touch at gmail.com is our email address. I know we had the, uh, the, the touch and the vision touch, but we'll just keep the email as it is for any future references. And you can always hit us on our social links, Tommy and KT, which will be in the show description. Tommy, man, thank you for joining me on episode two. Looking forward to episode three, my man. As always, sir, keep learning and keep growing. That's right. This has been Human Touch, the People's Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Human Touch. If you like what you hear, drop us a review of the show on all podcast providers that provide reviews. Want to be a part of the show's community? Feel free to reach out to the show's Instagram or the host, KT and Tommy, in any of the previous episodes' links descriptions. And we appreciate your support as the source of being 
the People's Podcast.